0: Welcome to the Apple Insider Podcast. This is your host, Stephen Robles, and today we're going to talk more about Apple's coming VR headset. So it looks like it might be coming at WWDC. Tim Cook zoomed from Coachella to India to open two new Apple stores over there. Apple savings account is now available, well, at least if you're in the U.S., and a ton more. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Eddy, Fast Growing Trees, ZocDoc, and Collide. And joining me is uh, sorrowfully someone who does not have Apple savings card yeah. account. William Gallagher. How's it
1: going, William? Well, it's been a roller coaster week kind of thing. Happy at yeah. Apple, unhappy at Apple, then you rub in the whole apple card thing. But no no, I'm I'm bigger than this. Oh, I'm fine. So, How are you?
0: Yeah, everybody's celebrating the savings of card and then you know, I I tweet about it, I Mastodon about it, and then out of the woodwork, it seems all these <laughs> all these UKers and Canadians, because it's not available in Canada either. It's nope. it's US only.
1: A mere four years on after Tim Cook saying it will roll out internationally, uh, yeah, it's just what? you. Wait, has it been four years? 2019, it either uh, came out or was announced. And very soon afterwards came out, so... Oh, my word.
0: Yes. You have been suffering in silence for four years. Well, not really silence, because you talk about uh, it all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's what I'm not... Gonna... <laughs> you talk about it all the time. Oh, man. Well, I'll I'll explain to you the wonders of this savings account uh, in a few Oh, months. please
1: do. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll take notes. That That'll be vital.
0: <laughs> so one day, once uh, the interest rate has gone down to like 1% APY, you can, uh, you know... You to know, do it then.
1: I am genuinely interested. If Apple Card were in the UK, I would have one. And I know from what I know so far, I would use Apple Savings. Why not? It seems like a no brainer in a way. Yeah. But is it uh, when you're there? Are you actually using it? Is it working for you? Is there any catch that we don't know about?
0: Well, well all right. Well, well, let's get it. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'll, I'll do the savings account in a few moments. I did want to thank some five star reviewers, Bealey Kid. From the USA gave us a five star review and then Alex and Everything and Tech Man 4405 from the usa no uk representatives uh, this time wait no just kidding you guys <laughs> you guys provide us like it's 80 percent of our five-star reviews so no no shame over there <laughs> okay. yeah uh, have you ever rated the show you know now that i'm thinking about it i've never seen william gallagher on those uh reviews well
1: that feels awkward i mean this is your show i'm just a guest who rocks up every now and again and i very much like that but yes, I if i went to an one movie. and said you know you're fantastic or something it might look a little crawly a little bit no no i'll
0: tell you what i'll tell you what i'll go in there I'll leave it a five-star review, but for you specifically, and I'll, I'm Wes as well. I'll mention you and Wes. Right. It'll be like a little uh, secret love note here in the Apple Podcast five-star reviews. Then you can leave one and you can say something nice about Wes. You don't have to talk about me.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good catch. Uh, when you said you can, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt that was like, you will. But then you modified it a bit. That was, yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: no, hey. no, 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 no. Don't say anything nice about me. That's fine. Uh, you'll probably never do it. But, that, but I'll keep my eye out. I get an email every week and I see all those reviews. Uh, Are you heading over to India to visit these new Apple stores, William?
1: Of course I oh, am. Hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I would t- I would love to see them. Partly because oh, yeah. I, this is I mean Apple BKC, the first one in Mumbai, looks gorgeous. Oh yeah. But have you seen the exterior of Apple, I think it's been at Saket in New Delhi?
0: I have I'm looking at the pictures right now.
1: I've searched for this. Yeah, Apple gave a what preview it- and it's all the interiors. And they refer to the the opening you go through this incredible uniquely designed storefront But it doesn't show it to us. And I'm so suspicious. What's going on? Have they not finished the paintwork? You know, anything. (laughs) It's
0: it's going to be a big surprise. I mean, it opened. Well, as listeners listen to this, it will have opened, Mm. I believe. And so well, I guess we'll have pictures of it then.
1: there must be Tom Crook. Uh, Tom Tom Crook. Where, how many ways can Crook. you mangle that? Who are you?
0: Tim <laughs> I Cook. thought you were going for Tom Cruise. Yeah. But no, not Tom Cruise. You're talking about Tim Crook. Okay.
1: I honestly think I managed to mangle Deidre O'Brien or started to put a name there. They're the two from Apple that are over there. Deidre O'Brien, head of retail, and Tim yeah. Cook, head of everything there. Yeah. There's got to be a shot of them waving at crowds outside. Surely.
0: Yeah, surely. Now, Tim Cook even met the Prime Minister of India Mm. while he was over there. I mean, he's doing kind of a a tour all around India. He actually Zoomed, as we say in in our article. He went from Coachella... Is it Coachella or Coachella?
1: I'd not heard of it till this week, and apparently I am very ignorant for this, as it's an annual festival running for years. But now yeah, nobody will deal. tell me how it's pronounced. I will just write it a lot. So,
0: well, I, everybody will let me know—that's for sure. I, I think it's just Coachella, but it's—it's it's well. Spelled like you Coachella. go for
1: that. I'll go for Coachella, and we'll just pretend it's a British thing. Uh, if necessary. you
0: go for Tuesday, <laughs> yes. I'll go for Tuesday.
1: okay because i have one of them you have two of them this is that's
0: right that's right three and then you got threes day uh what is the uh oh sing a song of sixpence what is the uh what do you got monday's child wednesday's child and then you have uh,
1: somebody's full of grace um full of
0: grace this this guy's full of pie Something like But then there's one for
1: (laughs) sorrow, two for ninety percent
0: of our listeners have no idea what we're talking about, but
1: I sung that hundred percent of the listeners are wondering when we'll stop being going on about whatever this is. (laughs) Oh man,
0: that brings back memories. Anyway, anyway Yes, quiet serious face. Tim Cook and Eddie Q there's a picture. There's a picture of Eddie Q and Tim Cook at Coachella, Coachella. And uh, I think Eddie Q's holding, like, a tall beer can, and then Tim Cooks, he's, like, smiling and waving. And he went from there, because apparently Apple execs go to Coachella regularly, He went directly from there over to India, like, one day right after another. So he's, he's just jet-setting all over the place. And uh, I don't know. That's pretty impressive.
1: It's 8,700 miles from uh, California to Mumbai. So that's a long way. You said that about Eddie Q with a beer, relaxing. Uh every funny. photo I've seen of Cookie has a bottle of water. And you think, well, maybe that's, that's right. how he can get off a plane after that equipment.
0: Well Maybe it's tequila and we just can't tell, you know what I mean? I mean, I take your point. Okay. He's mm. always smiling. That He's is always smiling. True. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh that, now that now that's something for the rumor mill of the Apple <laughs> the Apple rumor mill. Tim Cook has got tequila in his water bottles.
1: There you go. Right. So tequila in the water bottle, Apple car in blue on Tuesday. Uh mm, it's a gl- growing right. list of rumors.
0: Monday's child. That's right.
1: In, in indeed. That's
0: right. Oh. All right, let, let let me give you a rundown here, William, because I know you've never heard of the Apple card. But the Apple card is a credit card <laughs> from Apple by Goldman Sachs or Sachs. I'm going to struggle with pronunciation today, I'm not sure. Can you can you tell any difference uh, in how I sound today, William? I was just curious.
1: Well, I- you mentioned tequila, and things did cross my mind about you, the rest of your day. But uh, socks and sacks are very, very different. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Goldman Sachs, I, I think, right?
1: Yeah, I want to see a Dr. Seuss story about Goldman socks. You know, that could be a, <laughs> a modern day. You know, old stories are being rewritten to make them modernise and take out problematic things. Why not right. plug in a financial company into a classic? Okay, did that uh, get me out good. of the whole question of whether you sound? different or not because yeah
0: no no that was great no I'm, I'm recording standing up i'm trying something a little different today so i'm curious if my energy was a little right. different.
1: okay totally Thanks. not where i thought that was coming from good yeah, yeah. that's healthy yes
0: <laughs> yeah so i'm trying i'm trying it out anyway apple card i know you've never heard of it that's mm-hmm. uh, this credit card you got it in the wallet app well the apple card savings account you know we had a leaker saying that it was coming out on monday he was poking around in the code he was accurate it launched this past monday you could sign up in the wallet app. There's no iOS update or any kind of software update needed or even app update. It's just something that kind of happened on the server side for the Apple wallet app. And in the wallet app, again, if you have the Apple card, sorry for everyone not in the US, but you go to your Apple card, you hit the little three dots in the upper right-hand corner, you go to daily cash and under daily cash, you'll then see a savings option. And you can choose to set up the savings account and automatically put whatever Apple Cash you earn from various transactions, which is that daily cash, and you get 3% when you use an Apple Card at the Apple Store, if you're in the US. You get 2% every time you use Apple Pay with the Apple Card, at least if you're in the US. And then you get a 1% daily cash back on anything else, even if you just swipe your Apple Card like an animal at a gas station.
1: I am curious, what happens if an American comes to a British Apple Store and buys something on an Apple Card? Do they still get the cash back or not? I'm terribly curious. Oh, I'm... Um, uh, yeah, it's just, you I would, would expect imagine it. imagine so. But it might not be. Hmm.
0: I'll have to travel over there and try it out.
1: Mind you, uh, all Apple prices are better in the States than in Britain. So you'd have to be really needing it in the UK before you'd buy it here to find out. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, that's true. Yeah. Now, here in the Wallet app, right under my savings account setup, it actually says, Friends can earn $75 daily cash. Invite friends to Apple Card with the button below. Once approved, they'll earn 75. I'm going to invite you, William. I'm going to see what happens.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I'm going, to, I'm going to send you an email here. I'm inviting William Gallagher. And uh yeah, you let me know, know what happens.
1: I'm not going to get too excited about this. But this thing of setting up a new savings account yes. for it through this, I presume that's like any bank savings account. There's some kind of check on you or something. And even though I presume it's quite quick, is it automatic? Is it? Oh, hang on. Here's the exciting email. And
0: <laughs> there is.
1: and. and I what happens app-
0: when you tap it? This, this is live follow-up.
1: Apply. Get in, it? apply now. Wait a minute. Well, it's going to fall over, but uh, I've hit apply now. Yes, yes. Uh, and there is a lot of credit terms and conditions.
0: Okay, well, you, well, as you agree to those, I will say there is a, when you when you set up the savings account, there's a quick, like, check. It says it's contacting Goldman Sachs and doing all this thing, but it's pretty quick. Just took about a minute or two to set up and then you can transfer whatever Apple Cash you have into the savings account. And then you can set up the automation. So anytime you earn daily cash by using the Apple Card, all of that daily cash will go automatically into the savings account. Now it also shows you your lifetime at daily cash received, which is pretty interesting. I was typically only using my Apple Card for Apple device purchases because I was getting 3%, and then I use debit card usually everywhere else. Right now, my lifetime received daily cash is like 1,500, probably because I bought like my Mac Studio on it and stuff, and like all the Apple devices over the last two, three years since I've had the Apple card. If that was in a savings account earning 4.15 interest APY, it's pretty good. And it is a high interest savings account. I mean, at least here in the US, mm. you can't really get 4% interest in just a regular savings account at a big bank. So mm. pretty high you know, interest rate. Have you signed up yet? Were you able to sign up? Apple Card is only available in the United States. Oh, man.
1: Well, we tried, William. Yeah, thank you for that. But in the meantime, um, Apple makes a big point about that high yield rate, uh, saying it's 10 times the national average. And apparently, yes, that's true. But the national average, the Fortune magazine, totally independently, a couple of weeks ago, did a survey of high yield rates before even this came out. And they found 10 that were... More than Apple have come in at. So I think the oh, lowest was really? 4.25. And they're all banks that I hadn't heard of and things. And I don't know if that's just because I'm not in the States. So they might be better known there. But you're right, they're not the big banks at all. But these things are available.
0: Do you guys have like credit unions, like regional banks over there in the UK?
1: We have a thing called a building society. Uh, and I'm never quite clear of the legal difference between there and a bank. But there are huh. some. So I imagine it's the same
0: credit unions here in the U S it might like there's such thing as a mid Florida credit union down here in central Florida. It is not a national bank. You know, the, it just has physical branches here in central Florida. You can use that debit card anywhere in the States. And then if you need to get cash out, you know, you do have to pay like ATM fees because there are no such things as mid Florida ATMs outside of Florida, but you might be able to get higher savings Interest from you know a bank like that maybe, but definitely not Wells Fargo Bank of America Chase, like you're not going to get 4% from any of those. No. Uh, two questions I-, I received often was one, is it FDIC insured, which is a U.S thing, it is up to $250,000, which is like the typical FDIC backed amount, even for the large banks and then you can deposit money directly into the savings account from your checking account. So if you already had a checking account connected to Apple Cash or your Apple card like for payments? You can just transfer money over. I did it on Monday. I set the transfer. It just hit yesterday, uh, which, you know, took a couple days, two, three days, and the transfer is over. But yeah, uh, I transferred 50 bucks over, so I have like $53 in the uh, the savings account here. I don't know if I want to move all my money over there, because I have another savings account Hmm. with like my big bank. I don't know if I want to move that over to the Apple one. What would you do? Would you just put? Would you go all in on the Apple
1: Savings account? No, I don't go all in on any one thing for it. But it it is the most tempting. Except a couple of days to make that transfer. That was here in the UK. It's routine for the bank. You make a transfer, and it it says online it'll be within within two hours. But it's almost every time I've Mm -hmm. ever tried, it's been instant for it. But it takes days, bank to bank. In the States, that's...
0: Yeah, I mean, they, these guys, you know, they're they're negotiating behind closed doors. You got the mafia to deal with. So, you know, it takes a while. Oh, fair enough. It takes a while.
1: Okay, well, as long yeah. as they keep him busy. yeah, you know, um, <laughs> Exactly. Your money is in out of your one account and not in your other account, in the ether for two days, gaining interest for the bank. I see why they do it now. Okay, uh,
0: yeah. Right. Yeah, there is there, an interim period, maybe just like a day or so, where it's like, where'd the money go? And then, you know, it just appears, but... That's when the mafia gets a hold of it. You know, they launder it. Am I going to get in trouble for all this? Am I going to get arrested, William, for all this?
1: Yes, but probably under federal law. And I'm out of the Mm -hmm. jurisdiction. So you carry on. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) You're safe. Now, I saw a lot of comments when the savings account came out, which is like Apple is becoming a bank. What's interesting is this savings account is also through Goldman Sachs, like the credit card. So it's not like Apple is directly dealing with the the money, you know, it's not like their hands smell like U.S. dollars, which have a very distinct smell. Do pounds over there have a distinct smell? you're like paper cash
1: Uh, i think they did it's shocking how few times i have to deal with actual cash you're talking about going into banks and we have the is it an advantage here that there are fewer and fewer banks to go into all the ones near me that i would ever go in to pay cash have closed down and things so i'm being forced online but it suits me you know Mm. so i can't remember I know an interesting fact about uh, American currency that's different to anywhere else in the world. Okay. It's the only currency on Earth where every denomination is the same size. I mean, physically, the paper is the same size. Right,
0: right. The dimensions of the bill.
1: Yeah, and that's why you get um, scams where people buy $1 bills and somehow get the ink off and Print fifty dollar bills on them instead, and yeah. things like that, which is great in crime stories. That's right. Probably, probably slightly illegal and very, very messy in real life. But you know,
0: <laughs> that's why you got a Frank William Abagnale. You know, he's taking the labels off bottles and uh, making checks. Well, you ever see that movie? No. You ever see the movie Catch Me If You Can?
1: <laughs> oh, good grief! Yes, I saw that one. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's the true story. Frank William Abagnale. Yes. Got to keep up here, William. Come on. That's uh. Again, I'm standing up here. I'm, I'm a little faster now because I got the blood flowing. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> now I'm just saying. Anyway, I am curious if Apple will one day take the finances in-house, similar like how they are doing with Apple Pay later, hmm. which again is available to a very select few. It's not widely available just yet, but supposedly those funds are being dealt with by Apple directly. Do you think Apple's ever going to like go just full on and make the bank play and just hold all the cash for people in the savings account and do the credit card thing themselves? What do you think?
1: Yes, actually, I do. I, it, uh, I do and it. the most enormous uh, thing to take on, uh, inconceivably complex, but Apple always tries to do everything in-house and it works towards that for everything. I, I was thinking of that with the BNPL stuff. I think they are using external firms to kind of do the, the heavy lifting, but it is being funded by Apple It's not the same way it is with Goldman Sachs. And that might actually point to a possible future for me uh, here, because Goldman Sachs is kind of walking back from consumer credit card stuff for it. And I think that means it's less likely a UK Apple card will come out but maybe when apple Mm -hmm. takes over it'll happen Mm
0: -hmm. i feel like long term you know apple is always looking for growth areas Mm. that's why they have to launch new product categories that's why there's such a push on services and apple tv plus new places where revenue can be generated and if the revenue right now from apple card is being generated to goldman sachs you're right like i have to imagine apple is going to think of a way it can bring that revenue back to itself rather than over Hmm. to Goldman Sachs and like interest payments and such. So yeah, I think eventually too, it'll just be Apple
1: bank. It'll be an Apple world. That's what it will be. Apple bank. Earlier today, as we discussed this, I was on uh, online chat with Apple support trying to fix an Apple ID, Apple music problem. Wait, hold on. Wait,
0: wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You just call it iChat?
1: No. Apple ID, (laughs) Apple music support online sure. chats
0: uh-huh okay now our listeners can go back 10 seconds i think you appreciate sure that i chat great application hasn't been around in like a decade but okay go, i'm yeah, too
1: see. young to remember i i chat or whatever you just said um <laughs> mm-hmm. in the process of fixing my problem and i would like to give a shout out to denise whoever she is in apple support she fixed this what i think was a really convoluted problem sorted it out no problems and Bless her and the entirety of Apple for giving me back Apple Music after my own silly mistake. On. Different story, not going in to go in there. But along the way, you know, they have kind of automated responses. Uh, can you wait for a moment while I check this? Kind of things that text right, expander right. snippets. One of them was thanking me for being a fantastic <laughs> Apple customer. And I thought, Oh, look at that. I felt oh, oddly uh, caught out. Somehow, like, how do you know? What am I doing? What's fantastic about it? I just buy your well, stuff. See, What's going on? They see all the Leave things you've bought over the years.
0: <laughs> they see all the purchases. They're like, well, well,
1: yes. Actually,
0: you are a great customer. This episode is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Breathe some life into your own backyard with fastgrowingtrees.com this spring. From shade to fresh fruit to privacy and natural beauty, let fastgrowingtrees.com help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. Guys, I've used fast growing trees several times in the past, and I just had another order. Me, the whole family sat down and we chose some plants to put in our backyard. We got a golden raspberry tree, a dragon fruit cactus, which was pretty cool, and something with peanut butter. I forget the exact name, but I saw a fruit with the word peanut butter in it, and I said, I have to have it. It's so easy, they come right delivered to your door, so you don't have to go to some hardware store and get dirt all over your car or your truck. It just came nicely packaged in boxes, You take them out of the box. They're in a pot already. You can transfer that into the ground or keep it in a pot there on your patio. And it's just a really fun experience to get some beautiful plants or fruit trees really easily. Fastgrowingtrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant shrub and tree varieties for your own unique climate. mayor lemons to evergreens and everything in between. And sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best. But fastgrowingtrees.com will get you customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to keep your plants growing healthy throughout the season and beyond. And with Fast Growing Trees 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. So join over 1.5 million Happy Fast Growing Trees customers, including me. I paid my own money to get some fast growing trees because they're a lot of fun. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash appleinsider now to get 15% off your entire order. I used our link too when I did my order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash appleinsider or thanks to Fast Growing Trees for sponsoring this episode. This episode is also brought to you by Blue Eddy. Blueti has announced their whole home power EP900 and B500 system is coming to the US in May of 2023 and has already launched to thousands of European families right now. Blueti's EP900 system can be an emergency backup power to get you through blackouts or work with existing solar roof panels and provide that power storage system to reserve the surplus energy for night hours or to sell back to the grid and even make money. The Bluetti whole home power system can be installed indoors or outdoor installation. It's both water and dust resistant. You can use the smart Bluetti app to easily control and monitor your system. And it comes with a 10-year warranty. Honestly, living in Florida and with the amount of hurricanes and blackouts we've experienced, I would love a battery system like this to power the home. To learn more, visit bluettypower.com, that's B-L-U-E-T-T-I power.com, and the link is also in the show notes. You can learn more about their current offerings and purchase the new EP900 and B500 systems when it's launched here in the U.S. Again, that's bluettypower.com, and you can also find that link in today's show notes. Our thanks to Bluetti for sponsoring this episode. In addition to the Apple Card savings account, there was actually another kind of server side change. This was, again, no iOS update, no app update. But if you had opened your home app this past week, I think this started on Tuesday or Tuesday, as you say, William, mm-hmm. that it would have the little, flag, the little banner pop up saying that you can now enable the HomePods in your house. This is called a safety and security feature. There's a new sound recognition that will detect smoke or carbon monoxide alarm sounds that happen in the home, and it will alert your other home members, and you can even check in when that happens. So if your smoke alarm goes off in the house and you have this enabled, your HomePod microphone hears it, it will send your phone a notification, even if you're outside of the house, and from that notification, you can actually check in and listen in on the microphone that detected the smoke alarm or carbon monoxide alarm, see what's going on, do like an intercom thing. You can ask, is everybody okay, anything going on? and it just popped up and you can just enable it
1: and there you go did you see this on yours no but because of my aforementioned apple music problem my home pods have been unplugged for 90 days uh which has been murderous but um, like three hours ago i got apple music back and i will be restoring right home pods to their rightful place and we'll then hopefully discover it yes Okay, no need to ask me what good. was going on. There's no need. It's perfectly fine. I didn't do anything <laughs> silly at all.
0: No, oh, Wait, wait, wait. No, I mean, if you say it like that. Oh. Wait, what does what, what is, what is unplugging the HomePods have to do with your Apple Music account?
1: All right. I'll try to do this quickly to save my embarrassment. But previously, so long ago now, I moved Wi-Fi networks and destroyed HomeKit. And I've been slowly plugging it all back in. And at some point, now about 95 days ago, was 1995, somewhere around that, I did something with trying to reconnect one of my Apple IDs to it. So I have I have multiple Apple IDs, which is a stupid idea, but I have them and things got mixed up. And if you change certain oh, Apple yeah. IDs and certain accounts, Apple goes well fine if you're sure, but you ain't doing it again for another 90 days. Mm. And I got it wrong. I managed to lock myself out of Apple Music and my wife out of it, of family sharing. That went down very badly, Apple News Plus as well. Basically everything was gone. And I was driving somewhere in the middle. I was so desperate to listen to something that I actually signed up for the trial of Apple Music on my iPhone. And this was an (laughs) enormous mistake because yes, it made that one journey bearable, but then when the 90 days were up and I was able to put it all right, Apple Music came back to everything, to my wife Angela, to my Mac, to my iPad, <sighs> but not to my iPhone because the iPhone thought, well, he's on the trial, isn't he? He's finished the trial, but he isn't subscribed. And it just, it went, I tried everything. And then Apple sorted me out.
0: Oh. Wait, but why did you have to unplug the HomePods if mean, you just can't access Apple Music?
1: Well, because I couldn't really listen to anything else on it, and I was rewiring my office to try to make things less wiry, if you see what I mean, and <laughs> reposition things. And, and I admit I gave up part way in disgust about HomeKit, although I've got all the lights back on now. Okay, um, that's good. And I don't have enough ports to put the security cameras on, so I'm happy to use those separately through the UFI app. And it's just, in the middle of it, somebody asked me if I recommended HomeKit. And it's like, well. Yes, but yeah.
0: Uh, it, i, I that's a that's a terrible experience. Two things: one, people have been asking me about the HomeKit architecture update mm. because I had terrible time doing that. Yeah, early on, I will say since sixteen point four point one, you know, I had already updated my architecture. But I will say all of my HomeKit devices, even the Leviton switches that would sometimes lose connection for whatever reason, all solid. Like it has been. Great. Super solid since 16.4.1. I, I recommend, if you have not done the HomeKit architecture upgrade because you heard my horror stories, I think you can go ahead. You can go ahead and do it. Uh, William has a different horror story,
1: so <laughs> take it what you will. I think your horror story is Apple-based. Mine is finger trouble. I slipped on the wrong ID. Well,
0: here's the here's the thing, William. I want to absolve you of, of some of this because I feel like you make one false move when it comes to either your Apple ID Your media and purchases account, which can be different at times, Yes, sometimes that's different. If you make one false move, if you even sneeze while you're trying to log into one of those things, it might be over for you. Like it might be done. There's no good method to merge Apple IDs. So one of the situations I ran into is it was finally time to create an iCloud account for my youngest child because she's starting to use an iPad. I didn't have an account for her. And so I was trying to set screen time settings for this one iPad that she was using. Problem was it was logged into my wife's Apple ID. I thought I could set the screen time settings locally on that device and it would just stay there because I didn't have the share across devices, but it started affecting my wife's like phone and her iPad where like the Safari app would disappear because I disabled that app on my daughter's iPad. So I was like, it is finally time. Like, I need to create an iCloud for my final child. I had to kick one of my other family members out of the iCloud family. It was, a, it was an
1: emotional day. Sorry, not to pry here, but you did just say final child. That's Have funny. you been divorced because of this? Is this what's going on?
0: Here? No, no. It, it is just the, the, we're not having any more children as, as far as I know. Unless... Okay.
1: I just don't want to pry about how badly this affected your relationship. No, this no. Destruction this destruction of your wife's entire iPhone. Willful abandonment of your tech duties. I mean. So yeah. here's the issue. I did not
0: factory reset the iPad my daughter was using, which had a bunch of apps downloaded over the years from my wife's iCloud account that has been logged into that iPad forever. Silly me, I thought, well, let me just log out of my wife's iCloud account, make sure all of her data is off, and then I'll create a new child iCloud account and put it on this iPad. I did that and it works okay. I created a new child account. She's now in screen time. She can send requests. I can approve it from my phone. Everything's working there. But the annoying part is any app that was ever downloaded under my wife's iCloud account, whenever it just wants to get updated, In the app store. It prompts for the password of my wife's iCloud account because the app was downloaded Mm -hmm. when her iCloud account was logged into the device. And even worse, I think I told a story on a few months ago. My wife actually had a different email and different account for her media and purchases than her iCloud account. And I knew that was going to be a pain in the neck. I knew it was going to be annoying to like get those together, you know, because your Apple Music playlists get washed and all this kind of weird stuff. But I finally did it. I got her media and purchases account to be the same as her iCloud account, the same email address, but there's still some apps, I guess, that have been downloaded on the even older iCloud account that my wife was using that we can't log into because for whatever reason, the password is not being accepted. So every once in a while, there'll be an app that updates. It'll say, put in the password for this iCloud email that no one is using now and we can't get into. And it's like, well, and the answer is, William, very elegant Apple answer here is to delete the app entirely reinstall the app but now because it's logged in with my child's icloud account it is now quote unquote downloaded under her umbrella and everything's fine i feel like there should be a better system for that though like can't the ipad just kind of like shift the ownership of the apps over we're all in the same icloud family like we all share purchases i don't understand
1: is this the kind of thing that makes you think maybe Android is better after all? No, 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 no. Listen, no, I've, I was just
0: I've so. used a, the Google family setup or whatever, or the like the family thing to try and manage Android devices. It's okay, but it's nowhere near as robust, especially in like a lot of the springtime no. granular controls. All that to say, it's not all your fault, okay, William. If you. if you have thank one you. finger fumble when it comes to <laughs> iCloud accounts and media and purchases accounts, like it can be over for months so so how where are you now are you still waiting for this like
1: no it's sorted it's great. 90, well, actually, on the 90th day, you would go in and it would say, up to then it's you can't change it for another 12 days, another 10 days, whatever it was. On the day itself, it was horrible. It came up with you can't change your Apple ID for another um, percent, percent, days, percent, percent kind of thing. That was the error message for it. <laughs> oh, but nice. I figured I'm right on the cusp. This is supposed to be the minute it's supposed to be happening. So I came back two mm. hours later, did it, and... The world reopened up. My world is full of music again. Wonderful. Thank you to this, Denise, on Apple support. So Well, yes. very, very good. I'm sh- truly shocked how much I missed Apple music. And also a bit appalled by the fact that I used to have, I mean, so much music that I bought over iTunes. And it must be on a drive somewhere. Where is it? I couldn't find <laughs> any of it. So,
0: <sighs> and that's something Wes was trying to tell me. I should probably back up. My music library, because I have a lot of tracks of recordings that I've made back from like my college, hmm. like orchestra days. Yeah. Recordings that I did. And, and I have those MP3s and they're synced to iCloud music library, but I don't have them anywhere physically. They're not on a drive. They're not burned on a CD. And so I, sh- I know I should probably back them up,
1: but yes, it just so rarely messes up. But then when it's gone, it's gone.
0: Do you, do you have your photo library downloaded locally somewhere?
1: No, I have multiple backups of photo libraries over the years. And I must have everything on at least three drives, but I honestly get very confused by Apple Photos and things, and I tend not to use it very much. Most of my photography is video, and I deal with that. Uh, I take an immense number of shots uh, for projects I'm working on, but then once they're published... I don't care about them anymore. So I just let my phone fill up and I don't bother looking around for much. Although I did spend an hour this morning trying to find a shot of a train track that would have been just perfect for a project. And I took it especially for it and can't find it now. Uh, So
0: Wait, so, I mean, do you back up your photos?
1: Uh, probably not no really a long time ago i i did a lot of photography and i used aperture Oh yeah. and i unfortunately um moved over to photos and oh this is back to me being accidental again i imported my entire aperture library at least twice, it might have been three times. So it's an incredible amount of duplicates. Does that count as a backup in some way?
0: <laughs> no, but I think the, the most recent photos app updates, yeah. they really do help with duplicates.
1: Yes, I wrote mm-hmm. about that and I tried it out on my iPhone. So I thought this is really smart. I'm going to have to get all these photos in one place and do this to it. And, and I kind of haven't got around
0: to it. Uh, okay. all right. That's another thing. I don't have my entire photo library downloaded locally anywhere. So. That's probably not good.
1: No, we're not doing very well here, either of us. I, I think I thank uh, you for making me feel better, or at least less well. worse. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've been well. We, we'll talk about your your Plex server in a second. Maybe we could talk more about backups. But that was the HomePod update. It was, you know, that was the whole thing: CO two and carbon monoxide alerts. I'm curious if they'll add other sounds because if you create a shortcut on your iPhone, one of the triggers for an automation is actually sound recognition, and you can do things like dog barking baby crying like you can set up you know, your iphone can recognize a lot of different sounds and so i'm curious if they'll eventually bring those to the home pod which would be a lot more useful if you had like a HomePod mini in a baby room hmm. and it could literally alert you if the baby's crying rather than having to keep an iphone or ipad in the room with them so yeah just curious if those features will be coming and speaking of kind of shortcuts and automations uh, two things i want to mention. The intercom shortcut, I think I mentioned this before, but I've created a master intercom shortcut for my home, and it is basically, I tap this shortcut, and it comes up with five options in a menu. The first four are things I have to tell my kids all the time, and now Siri can just automatically tell them, you know, like, brush your teeth, go to bed, hurry up in the shower, <laughs> I have all those, like, uh, ready, dinner is ready. I have all those automated and will play on the specific home pods that I need just from that shortcut. But then I've also added a fifth option that asks for text input so I can type in a manual phrase and then it'll let me choose the home pod around the house I want it to play on. So I can literally just type and hit it. And then listen, I know I can ask Siri to like, you know, do this and that and send it to this room and it'll do it. But sometimes you just don't want to speak out loud. Sometimes you just don't want to talk to the, the pods, You just want to do it on your phone. And so I have a shortcut for that. So I promise the HomeKit Insider listeners for next week's episode that I'll put the shortcut in those show notes. And so I'll also create a version to put in these show notes.
1: Mm, I do have a question. Yes. Do your kids have pre-programmed announcements that send back to you? <laughs> no. Like, I'm sorry, Stephen, I'm not able to do that. Or what's the howl phrase or something? Hello, okay. Dave. That's someone, one. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. No.
1: I do have a shortcut. I like that um, sends a text to my wife and shares the ETA and does some Apple Map stuff. And the phrase for that is "Hey, Iris, light the fuse." Very Mission Impossible and, action. I'm coming back thing. And it, off it flies and do it. And there you go. She just looks at me like much like you're looking at me now. I think yes. But no. No. I, like I, it. I love this stuff. Yes.
0: Any any menial automation I can create, I'll do it. I'll do it. And also listener Khan Barfus, he actually sent an email because you were talking about changing the auto lock display time when you want to film. There's not a way to automate that or change it in shortcuts yet, but he created a shortcut where when you tap it, it will automatically jump you to that specific panel in the settings app. And so we'll put a link to that shortcut as well. And you just try, William. Gets you directly there.
1: Can't uh, you are a star. Bless you for that. I the moment I learned about it, I've installed it and it's on my um, today view now as a button, to shortcut button just to run that as I start off. So hugely thank you.
0: Yeah, that's very very cool. This episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Guys, I love ZocDoc. I used it for myself. And just the other day, I used it to book a virtual appointment for my daughter. She wasn't feeling very well. And so I actually looked up in the ZocDoc app. It was the first place I went to. It's a free app, by the way. You can go to ZocDoc.com Apple Insider to download it. I searched for pediatricians looking at virtual appointments, was able to book one for the next morning. And that's the beauty of ZocDoc. I know they take my insurance because you put your insurance card in the app, you put your information in, and they'll only show you doctors that are in network take your insurance and our patient reviewed. You can see a star rating for all the doctors that are available right there in the app. Listen, don't wait. If you have symptoms or someone in your family is having symptoms, don't try to fall down the social media or TikTok rabbit hole trying to self-diagnose. Even worse, search online for it and then you think you have all terrible things. Don't do that. Go see a doctor. There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not randos on the internet, let's be honest. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Apple Insider and download the ZocDoc app for free and find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash appleinsider zocdoc.com appleinsider our thanks to zocdoc for sponsoring this episode and our friends at collide collide has some big news if you're an okta user they can get your entire fleet to 100 percent compliance how do they do it well if a device isn't compliant the user can't log into your cloud apps until they fix the problem it's that simple collide patches one of the major holes in zero trust architecture which is device compliance Without Collide, IT struggles to solve basic problems like keeping everyone's OS and browser up to date. Unsecured devices are logging into your company's apps because there's nothing there to stop them. Well, Collide is the only device trust solution that enforces compliance as part of authentication and it's built to work seamlessly with Okta. The moment Collide's agent detects a problem, it alerts the user and gives them instructions to fix it. If they don't fix the problem within a set time, they're blocked. Collide's method means fewer support tickets, less frustration, and most importantly, 100% fleet compliance. So visit Collide.com slash Apple Insider to learn more or book a demo. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash Apple Insider. Our thanks to Collide for sponsoring this episode. All right, let's touch on very quickly the VR headset. Mark Gurman is like all in. This is Mark Gurman from Bloomberg, typically very accurate. And he has been like VR headset coming at WWDC. I mean, this is... Kind of one of the most explicit pushes I feel like he's been very confident more than past years, you know, because I feel like for the past two or three years, it's been like, oh, yeah, VR headset's coming this year. This is like for real, for real, it seems like. And the latest report from Bloomberg and Mark Gurman says that Apple is working on various apps, especially services like watching sports in the VR headset, which Apple TV actually in 16.5 is getting that four up sports game view where you can watch four sports games at a time. So... (laughs) It would make sense in the VR headset if you want to watch like okay. oh, 100 like, of them.
1: Have you tried that? Sports. I have no interest at all in any sport. <laughs> I mean, neither do the I. The idea of watching four of them at the same time, I mean.
0: <laughs> that's that's how they get you to talk, William. Whenever you get taken hostage, they, get, they have four sports games <laughs> on in front of you. Okay. Like, Where is it?
1: Do you not Where get mixed it? up? I mean, I get confused over instant replays. Is, is it a repeater, or have they just done the same thing again? Especially when it's from a different angle and things like that. <laughs> if you're forced to watch this stuff, but four games, I would expect the ball to go from one screen to the next. That'd be that. I, that I would watch. Cross that, that screen would... sport thing. Yes. Do That'd that. Be pretty cool. Okay. I uh-huh. know for a fact
0: that A, my father-in-law will not know when this feature launches, and B, when I show it to him, he will use it 24-7. Because he is one where, like, basketball, when it's in full swing, and I have to imagine this feature is coming because the NBA Finals, I know those are usually in June here in the U.S., so once you get to May, there's a lot of playoff games or whatever. And he would manually flip between three and four basketball games. I mean, it's like, click, he's watching one, five seconds later, click, tuning into the other one, maybe a minute later, click going into another one. And I have to imagine to be able to just have them all four up at the same time. Because what is the audio? The audio is all court sounds, crowd noises, and the announcer going <laughs> You know, it's the same thing. they all sound the same. Like there's no there's no nothing like specific. Yeah, I was talking about a player or whatever. But what about
1: I think he's gonna use it. Commentary and do you have commentators on basketball games? Oh yeah, yeah. A
0: lot of commenta- a lot of commentating. Okay. Yep.
1: So that'd be confusing.
0: Maybe that's important. I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, uh, so sports stuff, gaming, fitness, and collaboration tools, which I have to imagine like Freeform would be an amazing app in VR. You know, this total open canvas, put links and videos and fly them up in different like whiteboard styles. So that's what Mark Gurman is saying. He's saying it's coming. That's what it's going to be launching with. So
1: I don't want to say this, but I've obviously started, so I'll finish it what <laughs> you're going to none of this feels like the oh yes that is it that's why we must have a vr app yeah. um, and that that's where apple is going to succeed i think it will find the killer app that is the reason to use this and so far all of these seem to be like more of what we've already got rather than something that could only be in vr i perhaps it's just a failure of imagination on my part but apple fitness doesn't feel like it could be that much more different in vr than not and i tend to not get around to apple fitness very often anyway so am i going <laughs> to spend three thousand pounds to continue not using it? it it is possible um but yeah i just I, there's got to be something more for me and I, I can't i can't conceive what it would be surely apple
0: it can also be one <laughs> of these things where tile and location trackers were around for years True. but never really became ubiquitous and therefore never really became wholly useful until Apple did it and now because so many people use it. Now, that's a very different category because an AirTag costs 29 bucks where this VR headset is going to be yeah. probably 2-3000, but when it finally does come at a price point, maybe generation 2, The Apple VR, S-E, I don't know, (laughs) S-E-E-C, get it?
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) That was pretty good.
0: Apple could take that. Apple PR, if you're listening, you can go for it uh, for marketing. So, I mean, maybe when there's more VR headsets, the collaborative nature of work or gaming multiplayer style or like that realistic FaceTime deal, you know, because they always show FaceTime with like grandparents and kids or like families, you know, FaceTiming each other. And if it is actually good enough where FaceTiming now feels like you're actually in the room with a person,
1: maybe. Uh, totally unrelated, but you put it in my head. I do know somebody who's lost an air tag. And I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, you got to put an air tag on your air tag. Yes. That's what you got to do. That's all you got to do. Put the air tag on the air tag. <laughs> that D- is pretty didn't hilarious. get
1: around to setting it up. And the battery is presumably long gone by now. So it's oh, for sure. it's somewhere, <laughs> There
0: we go. That, yes. that is hilarious. Well done. Before we get to Netflix and your Plex server, just very quickly, I want to mention, I have an Apple Watch Series 4. This is actually a stainless steel model. One of my sons were using it because it was a hand-down thing. And the battery was horrendous. It actually said battery needs service. You know, you get that battery health percentage, you get low enough, and then it stops showing a percentage. And it just says, you got to be kidding me to stop using this battery. And so I sent it to Apple. I did the the whole Apple support thing. To get the battery replacement, 99 bucks for a battery replacement for an Apple Watch Series 4. I thought, that's pretty good. If it's a newish battery and this watch gets like three, four more years of life, like that would be plenty of good investment. Problem was, I get an email from Apple with a picture of the watch saying, the screen is cracked. And because of that, we would actually have to fix the screen in order to change the battery. And in order to fix the display on the Series 4 42 millimeter apple watch guess how much the cost was going to be
1: uh somewhere north of horrendous
0: well i mean it was four hundred dollars
1: okay right
0: four hundred dollars to fix which is the price of a new apple watch series 8 aluminum edition just to put that in perspective so i did not go forward with that (laughs) i didn't get repaired but i did feel like uh, i always see um people on twitter also just laughing at the ridiculous trade-in values that apple watch gets i mean (laughs) apple will literally give you like 90 dollars for titanium series 7 like trade-in values for apple watch is really bad and i just thought it was particularly funny that they apple will give you like 50 bucks for an old apple watch but charge you 400 to fix the display Mm. i understand two different amounts but just felt a little ironic so i have a broken apple watch series 4 here with a bad battery if anybody wants it Just just throwing that out there. (laughs) All right. Real quick. Streaming Netflix. It is ending its DVD mailing service after 25 years of sending DVDs. And it is the end of an era, William. Mm. I used Netflix when they would mail you DVDs. Mm. Did you?
1: I think so. I seem to remember hanging on to one for ages because I've forgotten mounting up the charges or something. I think that was Netflix. <laughs> yeah. But yes, it's it's another lifetime ago, isn't it? Really? Feels like.
0: A long time ago. I used to, I was on that that two DVD plan, I think, where you can get like two DVDs in the mail and then you have to mail one back and then you can get another one. And then, you know, Redbox came out and Redbox was like a dollar a night, you know, and you just go right up to the box. So those were uh, Halcyon days, William. I, my kids don't know about that. <laughs> they don't know about DVDs.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I, <laughs> I love DVDs at the time, but, you
0: know. Did I use that word correctly? Halcyon?
1: Yes, you did. Yes.
0: Oh, nice. Very good. I, I just wanted some credit from the UK crowd. Okay. <laughs> now, also, in addition to stopping the DVDs, which who I, I'm very curious, like, who is the one angry person who is upset that they can't get their DVDs in the mail anymore? Mm. I would love to know. But password sharing crackdown, Netflix is going to, Netflix has continually announced they're going to crack down on all this account sharing, password sharing. And if you're sharing your password, like, show's going to be over. You're not going to be able to do it. Did you write the, the article covering this?
1: Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> so I know what's What are they going to do, William? Uh, what they want is for people in the household to be able to carry on using it fine So anybody in your house using device ip address in your area fine knock yourself out carry on but if one person is somewhere else like uh the example they give i think somewhere is um your child goes to college or university or something like that they are still allowed to use your account and your password but every 31 days I mean, it's not every month, but every 31 days, you, the bill-paying householder, will have to be go through a series of prompts and say, "Yes, I mean it. I know it. They're real. Let them stay." Wow. Um, so they're not. There's no way to physically stop it, but it puts in a point of friction. So when you've got that uh, X that you want to get rid of, you can just change your password, and everybody's happy, and you can blame Netflix, and it's all fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is going to let a lot of people off the hook who didn't want to keep yes. sharing their Netflix account. <laughs> didn't know how to get out of it.
1: Yes, I'm certain of it. Yeah, absolutely. Netflix does say they expect uh, viewing subscribers to go down a bit after it, but that in the countries they've done it so far, they've earned more money and they've gone back up again. It's been like a a slight dip and it works out for them. So
0: I got to say, William, this is not too personal. Do you subscribe to Netflix?
1: At the moment, I do. uh, Partly because with my Apple ID problems, (laughs) I couldn't find (laughs) it to unsubscribe. But yes, but I'm also, I mean, I'm watching a couple of shows on it. So at the moment, it's fine. But uh, it is, I think it's the most expensive streamer here uh, in the UK. So there are patches. It was the first one I subscribed to, but it's also now the first one that I kind of get rid of. Well, that's not true. I tried Paramount Plus for the trial period and never carried on. I come in and out of Disney mm. as well, I suppose. But
0: is there any, yeah. what is there anything you watch on Netflix?
1: Uh, there's a thing a show on it called um, The Night Agent that I'm enjoying. Apparently, it's their number six English language top-rated show ever, um, and it's not wonderful, but I'm enjoying it. And I've just got into uh, Superstore years after that was a thing. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, not very much. So it is highly likely to be cancelled. Again, but you know, you keep an eye out. I was uh, re watching Timeless on it, and that was taken off uh, a few weeks ago in the UK market, anyway, just oh, before okay. it got to the end of the series as well. So, hmm.
0: yeah, I just I couldn't really find a whole lot. You know, I loved The Crown uh, when it was, you know, new seasons or whatever. Yeah. After that, I was like, mm, eh. Now, though, they have four pricing tiers, William. Yeah. Four. $7. Ads, $10, no ads, but 720p, $15, you get 1080p, high definition, no ads. And then $20 is what you have to pay for 4K, HDR, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. I just, I don't know. Now they got games too. Whenever I I was firing up the app recently and I saw games now. Oh, I noticed
1: that. I knew that was around, but you actually see it in the app. Totally missed me by, pass me by. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw it in there. So they're they're doing everything they can to try and, um, you know, give people a reason to stay subscribed, but I canceled mine. I'm not subscribed anymore. Hmm. I was like, meh. Did you see the Tetris movie, by the way?
1: No, I keep intending to. It sounds like it's really good, so I'm looking forward to it at some point. But
0: You should probably read the script first.
1: Have you seen it? Do you like it?
0: (laughs) Yes, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But I'm always worried to recommend things to you, William, because I don't know. Yeah. It's sometimes... Tell me about your your Plex server setup. So you said you you were rewiring everything over there, and now you got a Plex server? This Is a new development?
1: I have a 10-terabyte hard drive that's collected all of the videos I've made over the years, and more importantly, all the incredible number of DVDs that I've collected over the years, and now have no other way to play them than to watch on my Mac with an external drive, which is a bit flaky. So I've been ripping them all. I... Not going to go into the legality of that. I think it's all right. It's personal use. I've bought them. It's they're your, mine. It's your use. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I filled up the drive with just series after series, film after film, and uh, it was plugged into my last Mac. I had a, my final Intel Mac was in the corner, uh, and I just plugged it into there and would use it. But the connections have been a bit flaky for some reason. So about a week ago now, I rewired everything so that it ran off my office Apple Silicon M1. Mac mini and it's been gorgeous ever since I've been watching fame from the start didn't mean to admit that out loud can you erase this anyway uh, (laughs) without uh, sudden stops without Plex crashing on me without just really slow to start anything so yay Plex Uh, when Plex goes wrong it's really really frustrating but when it's working now perfectly it's gorgeous yes
0: so so you have it's it's a Mac mini with just like an external hard drive attached.
1: Yeah. Yes. I just moved the drive over from the external drive from one Mac to the other Mac, um, reinstalled Plex on that Mac mini, the application that serves it, and then went back down to my Apple TV set. Expected to have a problem, actually, with it, the Apple TV looking for the old Mac, but instead it went, oh, right, you just want that one, do you? And off it went.
0: Well, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I love my Plex server. I've. Got a Synology, you know, when we moved in this new house, and run the Plex off of that. And I, I know I've probably mentioned this process before. Uh, aside from ripping discs, which I have done, even ripping Blu-rays with Make MKV, piece of software that lets you rip Blu-ray discs into MKV files at full quality. You can throw those on a Plex server and go from there. But I've done the, <clears throat> but using Downy, oh yeah, which is a application from Charlie Monroe Software, incredible application really can download almost any video you can find on the internet, as long as you have a link. It's just awesome. And then using Transloader, which is an application you can run on your iPhone, your iPad, and then as a utility that runs on a Mac. And then when you share a link to Transloader on your iPhone, iPad, wherever, it will shoot that link over to your Mac that's running Transloader, and it will automatically download whatever video is at that link via Downy. Then you can set Downy default folder to like the desktop or a folder in your documents that syncs automatically to iCloud and then that video file is in iCloud in a few minutes then you can do whatever you want with that video file or you can just have it automatically download to a Plex folder and then any of that videos that you've been downloading through Transloader and Downy are just on Plex. So if you have not checked it out Downy incredible application Transloader is a great companion to that so you can kind of quickly send video links from your mobile devices to a Mac sitting somewhere running Transloader and Downy, and uh, combine that all with Plex, and it's a wonderful experience. So just throwing that all out there.
1: Do you remember the days when you used to just push a button and there was BBC One or ITV or I suppose, NBC or whatever you like? Push a button, sit back and watch whatever was on. It was easy then, <laughs>
0: wasn't it? I re- back in my day, um, I remember my grandmother who lived in New York City? She had a black and white television with rabbit ear antennas mm. and the dials <laughs> on the front of the TV to change the channel. It was like chunk, 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 like to change the channel. It was, it was, yeah, it was something.
1: Yeah, kids don't today know. don't appreciate how much better mm-hmm. it is now. Yes, okay.
0: It, it is way better. Imagine if you could show someone streaming services yes. like streaming entertainment who was back in that day and then you know you put tin foil, you crinkle it around the antennas
1: you get better reception yeah i've been watching uh the original doctor who from the start and i've uh for about a year now and i've just finished peter davison's thing and every now and again i'm watching it on my ipad thinking i saw this episode go out this is unimaginable compared to how it used to be this glass in my hand showing me the same thing it's Times so actually, from time to time, that was more interesting than the episodes, but you know, on balance, (laughs) I've enjoyed it so
0: well anyway that's that's very cool i uh, hope you enjoy your plex server hope your HomePods can be used uh, pretty soon again and get your uh, your apple iCloud situation yeah, resolved we hope we hope we hope well, listeners let us know if you got any uh, fun shortcuts you got going on or if you have something looking forward to uh, a killer app for the vr headset that apple's supposedly launching at wwdc i'd love to hear what you have uh, thoughts about that apple savings account you're going to be using that going all in on apple savings with that high yield or are you still going to kind of spread everything around love to know william and i's contact info for mastodon and twitter all of that is in the show notes everything we discussed today is also there as always thanks for tuning in we'll catch you the next time